Hello, welcome to Beyond Parenting. My name is Beth Hardy and I'm here to talk to you about parenting, what it means to you and different ways of looking at it. You may have broken free of the chains of the cycles that have been passed on to you from your family of origin, but are you stepping in the direction which is supportive of where you want to be? So we examine all things from things to do with partners, teenagers, younger kids, blowing your top, self-care and more. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Here we go. Hello, my name is Beth Hardy and I run a business called Getting Back to You and we focus on supporting you to feel okay about being okay with yourself and to embrace the idea of self-compassion to get into real and radical self-care practices now self-care care um has been something people have talked about for a long time initially when we started to talk about self-care it was very much the conversation around making sure you get your bubble bath and get your mani-pedi in, right? And for a lot of people, that is still the case. And having a bit of me time. And by all means, I love those things, right? But self-care, I think, is so much more than that, particularly if we broaden it out to be radical self-care. And that is survival, right? It's looking after yourself as a matter of survival, And I have been forced to engage in this in a radical way through my circumstances. And I have been in positions where I I have no choice but to engage in radical self-care. And to me, that doesn't mean I, I, I don't have baths and I rarely get my nails done. I happen to have my nails done right this second, but most of the time it's not. I've not got makeup on. But my self-care practices don't look like that. My self-care practices include setting up boundaries. That is one of the most important, important things in my practice is I set up boundaries around me, my time and where I'm placing my energies and I communicate those boundaries clearly to those people around me who they would be affected by. So that includes to my children and to my ex and to my family and sometimes to my friends. So what this looks like in my life is having a conversation with them ahead of time and then reminding them in the moment. So for example, if I am busy doing my work and then one child comes in and asks me to come and play with them, but I'm literally in the middle of doing an activity. So say I'm writing something and I'm in flow or I'm in the middle of a meeting or Something that I can't just drop. Sometimes you can just drop things and sometimes you can't. 
And it's what I do. I communicate with them beforehand. These are important things for me, for us as a family unit. And therefore, if I'm doing something, you need to be patient. And unless it's an absolute emergency and I need to be in a different space in that time, then I will tell you in that moment what I will then do. I'll say, I will be with you in half an hour. I will be with you in an hour. I will be with you soon. Whatever it might be, but I can't stop right this second. Even if I physically could, unless it's that abject emergency, I don't because I'm using my protected time. I'm a single mum. It's not easy to protect my own time. And so this is the way I protect my time. I literally state it to my kids. Fortunately, I've got my youngest is now six. So it is easier to have that conversation. I understand that when they're younger, it is less easy to do that. And there are more immediate needs that often need to be met at those earlier stages in life. However, there are definitely opportunities for having different conversations and different limits and not responding always immediately to our children's needs. They also do need to learn that we as individuals who are who happen to be parents have lives and needs and wants as well as they because when we forget to communicate this and I really want this to be a message that you take home with you today is when we don't communicate these needs of our own then they are learning that as an adult particularly a parent, mostly a mum, but not always, mostly, that we have lives and needs. We are telling them when we do not advocate for ourselves, that when they become adults, when they become parents, that their needs are no longer important. And do we really want that to be the message we're telling our children on a day-to-day basis. Because I tell you what, I taught my children this. I taught them the message I don't want because I felt I was giving supportive, gentle parent, doing all that I needed to support them, to feel loved and cared for and valued. But what I was didn't realise that I was doing the same time was showing them that actually when they're an adult they don't matter and sometimes they can learn it super quick when my 11 my child who's now 13 she was 11 at the time she gave up on the things that she wanted and she cited the reason as self-sacrifice she had seen me sacrificing my own needs time and time again and she'd learned that's the behavior that I need to be following so that's what I do and so now I'm in the process of trying to un- unteach that and help them to unlearn that. But it's harder to unlearn it, better when we start with different intentions. So the radical self-care stuff that I'm talking about includes looking out for our own needs. It includes being responsive to what we need in the moment and there are some times where what we need is to just lie in bed and not do a damn thing right sometimes we just need to veg out and do nothing 
Sometimes we cannot do more than that. And that needs to be okay. And that needs to be normalized. And that needs to be seen as self-care. It can be very difficult when you're a parent to literally stop all things. But what we tend to do is over-function even when we can't function, when we've gone into burnout and overwhelm, we go beyond what we're literally capable of doing. And that is to the detriment of ourselves because we then stay in a level of depression for longer. And that has knock-on effects on what our children are seeing as our, their role models. And it has a knock-on effect of what they are getting from us because they aren't getting our best selves they are getting our worst selves our ratty selves our reactive selves and these things are really harmful not only as messages for our children but for us as entities in and of ourselves and when we expand these feelings out towards our businesses we cannot be showing up in the right way, in the way that we want to, if we're not doing all these things to look after our own needs. These are fundamental. These are essential. These are not add-ons. These are essential to our capability of functioning on a day-to-day basis. This is radical self-care. As I said, this is not going and getting your hair done. Yes, that's great. But I would say that's on a much higher level on the hierarchy of needs. I'm talking really based down. This is survival, right? And if we can't survive, because we can talk about that, we can go there. If we can't survive because we can't cope with the emotional reality of our own lives, then it is about survival, pure and simple. But we kind of feel like we need to cope we need to cope and we need to just carry on day to day all the time and it is so toxic because we're told we're seeing all these messages of everybody just having it all and keeping everything together even though everything's really stressed out I'm probably really guilty of doing a ton of things and just carrying on getting on I've not been in a situation where always where I've been able to stop But there have been times where I've needed to and I have ridden through and it has not been helpful to me. It has been toxic. And so what I have done to support me looking after my core needs is reducing to an absolute minimum, like base level, like from the bed parenting I'm talking and doing absolute minimal depends on your kid's age obviously and whether you've got someone around you if you can call in support from people around you then absolutely do whoever those they are whoever they are if they can support you this is the time to call out call in those needs because you matter and you matter more than you think your needs of feeling okay are just as important if not more important than your kids needs of things right because if you cannot meet your own needs how on earth can you meet your children's needs and those emotional needs and develop their strength and self-worth 
and self-esteem when you are flat as a pancake and don't have any of those things. Self-care is the opposite of selfish. It's the most selfless act, although I think selflessness is insane. But if we wanted to talk in those terms, it's the most crucial element of being a parent is looking after yourself because you're the most important resource. And that goes the same for your business. You are the most important resource in your business. So without you being okay, your business cannot function the way you would like. Hands down, particularly when you're an entrepreneur, particularly when you're a solo entrepreneur and it's just the buck stops with you. You may be like, I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to do this, got to do that. But if you're doing all of those things, you're not taking care of yourself and then you're therefore not showing up in the way that you need to. So I've talked for quite some time and I would like to just invite you to spend some time thinking about what elements of radical self-care are you ensuring that are in place to make sure that you can show up for those around you and for your business effectively. So that's my challenge to you today. I wish you a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want more, remember to subscribe. And I hope to hear from you in the comments how you, what you're thinking about with that, where you want, where you can make some shifts and changes. That would be awesome to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast with me, Beth Hardy. And if you want to connect with me more, you can get along to any of my socials, Your Family Wellbeing Coach on TikTok and Instagram. And you can find me at Stop the Triggers on Facebook. I hope to connect with you very soon. If you have a question that you want answering, we might be able to do a podcast all about that. So please do drop me a line. I'm so grateful for everyone who listens to this podcast see if you can rate and subscribe so we can make it bigger and better every week